When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the podcast, we look at the most important upgrade in Metroid Fusion, the tinfoil hat. Welcome to Lore Party, the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and lore behind some of our favorite video game universes. I'm your host, Neil. And I'm Lawrence. All right, Lawrence. Last time, we talked about getting onto the BSL, exploring around a little bit, we're taking orders, and things are getting a little bit weird. We stumbled into a place called the Restricted Laboratory, and it is insane. Yep. What were your feelings the first time you walked into this place? Um, it was like kind of being inside of a horror movie. It's like, it actually reminds me of that new horror movie, Us. <laughs> Just because, you know, you walk back in the restricted laboratory a little bit and then you come face to face with yourself, basically. And it's the most shocking revelation. And I think of in all of Metroid, um, because you see this like kind of lifeless, soulless version of Samus, but with all of the power. And none of the humanity. Yeah, but before that even happens, that first room, there's there's test tubes, man. And it is every Metroid you killed in Metroid 2 Return of Samus. It's it. I mean, yeah, it's the basic one. There's Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Zeta, Laser, Razor. They got they got all kinds in there, man. And you just you see the the entire uh, life cycle of them, and then you walk into the next room, and it's all the infants, dozens of them, and then that soulless, lifeless husk that is the SAX fighting all these infants. So it's basically like reliving the horrors of uh, what's it, Metroid Two? Yeah, yeah. I'm like playing the game all over again without the terrible music. So it, it yeah. <laughs> You got to play that remake, man. It's so good. But uh, yeah. yeah, this I mean, this place like before you ever get in there, uh, when you learn about it, it just blares. And it's really nice having an audio cue like this in Metroid. It just blares no entry without authorization. We've never had a warning like that in these games before. Like the game itself is telling you you're not welcome here. We always got that feeling going on these alien planets. But for the first time, it's someone telling us. But eventually, you get the wave beam, you flip the switch, and you get in there. You finally go somewhere in this game without the proper security clearance. Super badass. Metroid Fusion finally lets you do what you want for a minute. Right. It finally lets you do like something that matches Samus's personality. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's so uh, scary in there because... You can't get hurt during the sequence, but you just watch the SAX blasting away all these infants. And this is this is what this whole game is about. It's you versus the SAX, the Metroids versus the X-Parasite. 
Right. It's all culminating, and it's it's a really uh, it's it's a boiling point. Even going back to seeing the uh, like the SAX, which is the you know the um, ex parasite version of Samus destroying the Metroids, it's kind of it's strange almost because it's like you're you're reliving the events of Metroid Two and the like you know mass extermination of the Metroid species. It's like you're reliving it from the outside. Yeah, and you're watching the SAX pretty much sweating it like it's in a clear frenzy, right? Just blasting all of these. And it's and it's you know part of it is the ex parasite is now equipped to take on its own natural predator, but it's also like you looking at yourself because you were doing it in Metroid Two based off of like some orders that were given to you without thought. You were just you know going out and exterminating this species. Mm-hmm. So like I think that's like a really cool part of this game. Like you're seeing your own actions as a uh, like kind of strict rule follower like just laid out in front of you and to even add to that you are now partially a metroid yourself right it's pretty much destroying the last of your kind which very soon you are now once again like the chozo the last of your kind because that <laughs> the self-destruct sequence gets triggered and that secret laboratory that restricted area is being jettisoned off into space off of the BSL and exploding as a uh, cautionary protocol. Like it often like op- it often does in Metroid games. <laughs> but so I mean that that has to kind of make you scratch your head for a minute is uh what what the hell is this thing doing here? Right. Because um you know up until that point you were under the assumption that the Metroid were gone and that the last living Metroid gave its life to basically cure you. Yeah, and and save you from other brain. Like, I mean, to really break it down, like, okay, we're looking at uh, Zero Mission. Like, collecting and breeding Metroids, that's a Space Pirates game. You know, that's not for us. Right. Metroid 2, we're going to their planet. We're blowing them up. Great. Metroid 3... Ah, those darn space pirates are back to cloning Metroids. <laughs> Let's go stop them. And now it's the Galactic Federation. This is this is their deal. They are the only people who had access to Metroid DNA. And what blows my mind is I didn't realize this until after beating the game. Uh, the first area, like Sector 1, that is based off of SR388. Right. And this is the natural Metroid life cycle. They aren't just bigger like they would be on Zevis, like the Super Metroid. They made the environment to control these things. Now, what for? We know that they are used as uh, like biological super weapons. Uh, how do they expect to control these things? Right. And I mean, the, the strange thing is like the biological super weapons and determining that the, the Metroid were actually dangerous were was something that the galactic federation they they had a hand in they determined that yeah but now we find that they're over here like you know breeding these things just like the space pirates did so yeah it's like what are they using these for yeah the shoes on the other foot right now and it's it's so strange especially with this being the first game where you are on a job really from the galactic federation uh you know not being zero mission but you're on a job, not by choice. You you pretty much owe them for saving your life. 
and you're taking direct orders constantly from this ship. Right. And eventually you go and talk with the ship and it's just like, oh, it was for uh, peaceful purposes only. This AI that the Galactic Federation gave you. I don't know if you can trust it. Right. And like, you know, I don't know if we want to get into this now, but this is very similar to how the other M storyline kind of uh, played out. Absolutely. Like they, they had uh what was it? It was Sector Zero in Other M. It was Metroid breeding program, except these were regular Metroids and they couldn't be frozen, which is horrifying. Right. So they were genetically engineering them to like be used as a weapon and they were eliminating the weakness that the Metroids normally had. Yeah. And again, I'm going to say this for listeners. I know like Other M gets a lot of hate and I'm not defending it really, but <laughs> if you love... <laughs> if you love Metroid Fusion, Other M is basically 3D Metroid Fusion. It's fun to play once. But yes, no, it is exactly like the moment in Other M. And the way that all plays out is it still jettisons off. It still explodes. The only difference is your CO, Adam Malkovich, who you name your ship after in Fusion, shoots you in the back to stop you from going into Sector Zero. You're like at the threshold of it. He goes in, seals it off, and goes and explodes, like, and saves the day. And that's such an Adam Malkovich thing to do. Yeah, I mean, he he just always wants to be in charge, in control. It's how, uh, you know, that was one of the main points in Other M2, is that he saved a vessel full of people because he didn't save his brother, who was, like, an engineer on a ship that was going to blow. And it was Samus was getting into it with him. Then he made the right call ultimately, as he always does. Ah, man, right. that guy. Right. And to like unpack him, you know, unpack him a little bit further. He is like someone who always weighs like good versus evil. I think like he's a very like logical, tactical person. And I think some oh, of the 100%. decisions and a lot of the decisions that he makes are like you know, the average person looking from the outside probably wouldn't agree with. From from most people's perspective, it seems like he doesn't have a lot of compassion, but I think he is the living personification of, like, you know, what one or, like, few lives are sacrificed for the greater good, then that is the best choice. Yeah, and that's how fusion plays out entirely, because you have the threat of the Metroids and the threat of... uh the X parasite and you need to stop it at all costs or else the whole galaxy is going to be fucked one way or the other. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, um, like why he is like, like he had a special relationship also with Samus. And I think as much as Samus like hates taking orders, um, like Adam and Samus kind of made a really good team. Like Samus hates taking orders and Adam will give out orders like for the greater good. Like he definitely uses his position to the fullest extent um, to, you know, to make sure that things are done correctly. Yeah. And even though they never really agree on much, because like one of the reasons why Samus left the Galactic Federation in the first place was the same mission that you mentioned earlier, where Adam, you know, willingly sacrificed his own brother to save the lives of, like, of, you know, of other people. Which, like, also, like, sidebar, his brother was totally cool with and was just playing hero and this and that, like... Right. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It was fine. Right. I mean, and, and he knows that, and it's not like... Still he, controversial, though. 
<laughs> and he's not a heartless person. He just has to, he's just really good at making these tough decisions. And, Absolutely. and even when they involve himself, like in Other M, he sacrificed his life to mm-hmm. save like everybody from these Metroid that, you know, weren't supposed to be like, they weren't supposed to be created. Like they weren't, the Galactic Federation wasn't supposed to be breeding these Metroids. And he understood that having these Metroids, these weaponized versions of them, that they could pose a greater risk to the galaxy and the universe. And he sacrificed his life to get rid of them. Yeah, like he gets it. He's a good leader. He knows what's going on. He knows what to do. Like he is a stand up guy and a role model for all. Yeah. <laughs> and and I just love how their personalities kind of like contradict each other, but they also are one of the reasons why they're as close as they are. Absolutely. And so that's why it's kind of nice infusion. You see like oh, this ship that's acting as the CO reminds me of the old CO, Adam Malkovich. You know, it, okay. So Samus starts calling him Adam. It gets real friendly. And at one point, the ship says, you know, Adam Malkovich's famous catchphrase, any objections, lady? Yes. And that's when it's revealed. This, again, like crazy weird shit is going on with the Galactic Federation because Adam Malkovich had his mind uploaded to their server and downloaded to the ship. It is Adam Malkovich giving you your orders. And in in a traditional Adam Malkovich fashion, it still is looking after the greater good. Yeah. Like you would you would think that like the Galactic Federation has, you know, whatever this this downloaded mind of this person, like they can manipulate it. And it seems like they are manipulating him throughout the entire game because he's like withholding information. Um, he even tells you like the Galactic Federation had your plasma beam developed. They just held off giving it to you because they didn't want you to confront the SAX. Like they were limiting your power. But ultimately, in the background, he is working to do things that like are beneficial to you, but beneficial to the galaxy overall. Right, like, amidst this conspiracy with the Galactic Federation, like, just beyond the Metroid development program, you could argue that they want to weaponize uh, the SAX, you know? There's ten of them running around, it has all of Samus's power. If they can, If they can make docile Metroids for them, why not the SAX? Right. Adam Malkovich, the ship, Adam Malkovich, he knows this is all wrong. And it, but it's still so weird trying to figure out like what the turning point is like in his compliance and duty to the Federation itself versus, oh, this is now an issue of the greater good. I think that all culminates in, uh, in their, the plan that they hatch up towards the end of the game. Right. When they, you know, eject that part of the spaceship. Right. Or actually, or really, the, the, the entire this spaceship. is the whole thing. Right? Yeah, the entire yeah. spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, and you have to think, like, to have a relationship to, like, have a plan like that for the two of them to go against the Galactic Federation, it's it, it, it's some really something else. Because, I mean, you have the prequel manga to Metroid, where, or for Metroid Zero Mission, I guess, where, uh, you know, he was the one who allowed Samus to go to Zebes and search for Chozo survivors there. He commanded this Federation Army special ops battleship called the uh, was it the Vixen Four yeah. that engaged with Ridley to give Samus more time down on Zebes. 
in Other M, he basically became her CO again on the bottle ship, even though, like, there was no reason for that. It was their investigation, sure, but she wasn't part of the team, which is why he acts a little coldly towards her. But, like, she didn't have to follow his orders. They were just that cool together. Right. And he was the one who stopped her from getting fucked up by all these Metroids that she couldn't freeze and sacrifice himself. Like, they go... So far back, they are so deeply rooted. It's it's perfect. And I think he's just super aware of his duty. Yes. And I don't think that his like he's not one of those people that like he's got a duty to the Galactic Federation. I think he he really is like, I have a duty to, you know, the citizens of this galaxy, to the people that are closest to me to like everyone outside of this like he's not someone that can be manipulated and he's not like i think what separates him from samus is he isn't brash he thinks about things he's like calculated down to you know down to a letter like he is he knows exactly what he's doing where Mm -hmm. like you know samus runs off emotion like if she doesn't feel something is right then it isn't right and she'll rebel against it Right. And I think because of Adam Malkovich in his reveal in this game, I think we see Samus at the top of her game now because she has her new lightweight suit. So she's she can maneuver really well. She has her Chozo blood infused in her. So she's even more athletic than ever uh, with that in the suit. Uh, she can now absorb this uh, X parasite that is going to ravage the universe, so she's fine there. And beyond that, she has the cool-headedness and strategic mind of Adam Malkovich behind her. Right. Like, it's she's unstoppable now. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. You know, honestly, while I'm sitting here thinking about it, one, I didn't expect to talk about Adam Malkovich this much. I never gave him much thought. <laughs> but secondly, uh, just because of, I'm at Abu's apartment and he's in the other room watching Full Metal Alchemist, <laughs> God, does he remind me of Roy Mustang? Yes. Oh my God, <laughs> that is the perfect comparison. He is Roy right? Mustang. Just like good sense of duty, knows when to tell the government to fuck off. Exactly. Always <laughs> has a plan. Like, but can also appear like he's following orders. And you know, my favorite order that Malkovich gives the whole game is the great plan to uh, drop the BSL onto planet SR388. (laughs) Yes. And totally annihilate the station and the planet in doing so. They're killing two birds with one stone. Where's the the X-Parasite? Oh, on the ship. Where else is it? SR388. Perfect. Right. And you're eliminating... You're also eliminating the... What I would consider illegal... Cloning and mass production of the Metroid species. Yeah, so, I mean, two of the galaxy's biggest predators in the same place blowing up. Not too shabby, Adam Malkovich. Right, yeah, no, I mean, it's an awesome it's an awesome idea. And, like, getting rid of the entire planet is just like, hey, if there is anything else here that's mm-hmm. like, oh, with the X-Gon, this becomes, like, you know, uh, top contender, we're getting rid of all of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which so- is... There's only like really like one or two things in your way. One is, uh, you know, so after you launch the restricted area, the ship tells you, hey, you know that SAX following you around that Samus clone? There's 10 of those, which why I think is uh, the Galactic Federation realizes they can weaponize it because it's multiplying. Yeah. And then beyond that, 
Turns out you didn't get rid of all the Metroids. The last Metroid in captivity isn't you. It's an Omega Metroid. And it's standing between you and your ship. And you need to get the fuck out of there because that self-destruct sequence is going to go down. And then the best, like the worst best thing or the best best thing happens. So I guess before this even, you you fight the SAX. Like it is, you know, the, the boss battle. Oh, yeah. Because uh, yeah. you're in... Um, you're in the control room, basically, fighting this thing. And, it's again, it's still using the Metroid strategies against you. Ice beam, missiles. Great. And then it uh, transfigures itself into that gross uh, creature, which is uh, it basically the horn toad that it started as on SR388, bringing the whole thing full circle. You kick its ass because it's clearly spent. And then you go to the hangar. The Omega Metroid shows up, and I feel like it's that it is that SAX because it shows up as its core form and then becomes the suit. So it's it has to be the same one. Yeah, and then you basically regain all of your old powers, but like still in this new form for Metroid Fusion. Yeah, you absorb it. The form factor of the suit is the same, but it takes on the the classic Varia colors instead of like that gross neon green uh, Varia suit that you had. And I like how at the end of the game, like you still don't go back to being like the regular Samus. You oh, just... no, you are not the same. There are lasting implications because of this game. Yeah, you just get your powers back, but you have that same form. Like, you have this new ship that your CO, you know, that's like the, the mind of your old CO that you... Yeah, like, like there respected. was a lot of change today, you know? <laughs> right, it's like you completely rebuilt Samus from the ground up. Absolutely. And so, not even just rebuilding Samus, but kind of things with the Galactic Federation. Because, like, so let's break down what happens at the end of this game, or what has transpired by the end. Number one, the ex-parasite... That threat's gone. Great. That's just the game. Number two, for sure, at this moment, you are the me- the last Metroid. You are the only thing with Metroid DNA as far as we know. That's pretty rad. That leads into the next point. The Galactic Federation was cloning Metroids. That's no good. You are the last one. The Space Pirates, all they've done so far really is clone Metroids. You are the only one. <laughs> They're both definitely coming for you. And the Galactic Federation has even more of a reason, because one, you just self-destructed the BSL. You just destroyed their Metroid cloning program. You just destroyed the fucking planet that they were researching at the start of this game with you as their escort. Right. You're in serious shit. Your your computer, who shouldn't have given you any of this information or told you that it's uh, Adam Malkovich or your ship, not your computer. He is the computer. But he's now in deep shit. Yeah. And you're both just flying away somewhere. Obviously, the Federation can contact you via this ship. Something heavy is about to go down. Yeah. So you are now like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, you're now the most wanted individual. And I mean, and and that's just not like, you know, in the the criminal sense, like you contain the last bit of Metroid DNA. Yeah, because I'm sure someone wants their Metroid DNA back and they're going to get it. But there's two quotes at the end of the game that inspire hope, yet so, they, they sound kind of grim. Adam tells Samus, do not worry. One of them will understand. 
one of them must. So hopefully that means in the future, someone's on our side. Right. And then Samus's final reflection in the game is, we are all bound by our experiences. They are the limits of our consciousness. But in the end, the human soul will ever reach for the truth. This is what Adam taught me. So it now just sounds like Samus is going to do what she thinks is right, no matter what the consequences for her actions uh, realistically are about to be. And damn it, this is why I want Metroid 5. Hell yeah, because I need to see what happens next. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning in and being part of the show. Be sure to connect with us on Twitter at lore underscore party and leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.